Last season, our resources and knowledge have improved. New Eden has opened a new age of time. The universe is enslaved by the use of lasers and bolts. In the history of Eve Echoes, young rebels claim their heroes. Your hosts are legends who have been developing this podcast since they started. Although they have outlived alliances, they are no care bears. Presenting you their form of communication. Welcome Rambo and Taylorick. Echoes of New Eden podcast starts now. And welcome everybody to Echoes of New Eden. This is our house, bringing another week of uh, fantastic community and news and updates and game updates and everything within that. <laughs> another week. Welcome Taylor Rick. Nice to seeing you. You too, man. You too. It's been a, it's been a hell of a week uh, over this last week. Let me just tell you that all kinds of things happen, both in game, out of game. Just a whole bunch of stuff to cover. Yeah. And of course, here we are coming to you live. You're coming from the sun. Yeah. I'm, I'm, from my I studio. literally got the sun right here. And both of us still have to wear sunglasses because our futures are so bright. I got to wear shades. Yes. Yep. Oh man. So yeah, <sighs> straight good stuff. vanilla rum is something else. Let me tell you. Yeah, that's <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah so i'm sitting here next to the sun but we got our stunner shades on uh figured right. we'd change it up a little bit so uh we don't have damon this week he had some um something come up today so he wouldn't be able to make it yep kiddo's not right. feeling good all kinds of things going on with him so yeah so everybody welcome to the podcast and uh what do we have on the plate today I'll tell you, we got a bunch of stuff on the plate as soon as I bring it up here. Um, yeah, so we're, we're going to talk about this uh, Discord thing, kind of like the future of the show. Uh, we have some ideas yeah. that we we'll talk about, uh, we're talking about during the week. Um, senior CC status. I'm going to bring that up again. Get some more ideas yep. there. Uh, we'll talk about the game news. We'll have a war update. And then as well as uh, we have Mackenzie. Mackenzie's in the audience. Hi, Mackenzie. And she will be uh, com coming on the show later. And uh, we'll get the update from her. Uh, you know, she's a host of uh, New Eden Radio. So uh, you'll talk with her about that. And then, you know, whatever else is happening with the war on her side and stuff like that. So, and plus, whatever else comes up um, at the end of the show, we will have another Who Wants to Be a Billionaire. He's dog. Freaking dog just sneezed. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, we'll have another billionaire, hopefully, um, yeah, at the end great. of the show. And so, 
uh, I split it up last week. Did you get to watch the uh, Who Wants to Be a Billionaire episode? <sighs> no, I'm sorry. I'm very bad. I'm a oh, very bad co-host. Terrible. I heard it was amazing and a lot of fun. I heard a lot of people talking about it. I saw a lot of people actually talking about it. Um, and I kept meaning to get it on there to, to go back and watch, and I just haven't. I had a busy week. Yeah. I had a busy week. So, so I think I'm going to continue... I think I'm going to continue separating out the video from the main podcast. And so uh, the game shows idea. game shows will be exclusive on YouTube now. And we'll just separate it out. And um, uh, let's see, Yadashi. Yadashi's here with us tonight. He won last week. He took it home. Nice. Very good, Yadashi. You've won a couple times or a couple different things anyway off this off the show. Yeah. So... Yeah, he has won a lot. <laughs> he has yeah. won a lot. But uh, just in Billionaire, I was telling somebody, we've given away like 30 or 40 billion in ISK just on this game alone. <laughs> Six bill. <laughs> Six bill from Yudashi. Wow. Look at us feeding Trimark's SRP fund. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they call us bias. That's amazing, right? <laughs> it isn't. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, you had a busy week. Uh, I understand you you came to my neck of the woods, even though I don't live down there anymore. Uh, if I was, I, I probably would have seen you. But uh, you I was met highly few... disappointed we didn't get to meet up. Right. I was highly disappointed. I understand it's timing and everything else. Your, your job, my job. Uh, I was in Phoenix. You're obviously not as, you know, exactly right next to Phoenix. So a few hours, but um, it happens. I'm sure I'll be back down that way again. Yeah, and uh, you met some members of the community, and uh, I think even a courtmate, right? A couple of courtmates. No, alliance mates, courtmates. Yeah, alliance, um, both on the Care Bear side, and then a courtmate uh, who I hadn't met face-to-face before yet. I, I met Smoke, uh, stayed at his place for a while, uh, for a night anyway, had uh, steak and, and some really, really good um, liquor of some kind. I don't know. It was something we were putting in Barks Root Beer. John. Jameson, maybe? I don't know. We were putting something in, in the uh, Barks Root Beer, and we were, and we were putting in big uh, mason jars for about four and a half hours worth of a roam. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, it was a lot of Jeez. fun. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so that was good. Um, and then met up with uh, some members from uh, Pand uh, in Phoenix, and then, of course, uh, Shield, uh, Agnes, met up with him uh, for dinner as well. All of us together. That was a nice, that was a nice time. We were there. We closed the place down. I mean, we were there for a long time. Nice. The, Agnes picked the uh, restaurant, um, being a Phoenix local, and it was called Corbin's. I think it was Corbin, something, something like that. But it was Corbin's Pasties, and instantly <laughs> I got the wrong image in my mind of what in the hell that is, and where are we going? What in the hell? Well, apparently, pasty is like a German word or an English, old English word for a hot pocket. <laughs> I mean, that's really everything they served came in the form of what looked like a huge, giant, round um, bread uh, roll or whatever okay. else. But then everything was stuffed inside of that, and then it was cut in half. Like, it was all baked inside the bread. It was it was so amazing. I mean, I don't think you could order anything there that, was, that would be bad. It was It was fantastic food. But that's what a pasty is, I guess. Um, but yeah, I had the wrong image in my mind of where in the hell are we going? <laughs> yeah. Where else would you see pasties? <laughs> exactly. I mean, if we were in Vegas, then it would have been a totally different uh, a totally different thing. But <laughs> anyway, Wait, this ain't no sandwich. That's yeah, not that, a sandwich. That uh, that's, Yeah, that sounded cool. It's just, yeah, unfortunate. I live three hours away now from 
yeah. area. Yeah, so. you're not close. I'm you're up in the close. mountains. We're actually supposed to be getting snow tonight. So oh. after the show, you know, um, if I'm not snowed in, I'd be surprised. Um, yeah. Last week, I wanted to touch on last week. As you can notice, I'm actually sitting down in my chair now. I noticed... Yeah. When I was watching the shows, uh, you know, watching back on them, I'm like so wiggly and stuff. I was like, it's because I'm standing up. Last week, I was standing up for three hours. <laughs> oh, I had no idea you were standing the whole time. Yeah, too. I was standing the entire time. And I had my desk raised and I did. Uh, so we did the show. And then um, the game show afterwards, I was like, oh, shoot, I'm, I'm not doing that again. So, um, but I got some changes coming up to my setup here. I'm actually getting a better camera. Um, this one is low budget, low quality. It's something my wife had. So I was hey, like, hey. Fine. So I'm going to be getting like an actual like HD camera. And then I'm also going to do a green screen so I could get rid of this stupid background remover around me and yeah. uh, look a bit more legit in that sense. So uh, that'd be cool. But Just build a studio. I mean, it's it's under con it's construction, man. I know, I know. I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's under construction, so uh, we'll try and hasten that process uh, as much as possible. So, um, one of the E's fell down already. What in the background? I don't oh. even know if you can read that because the light's so bright. That's Eve, and I think one of the E's already fell down. Yeah, <laughs> I see that, and this time I can actually read it. Because it's right side forward. I can actually read Trek. That's yeah. weird how so, that does that with video. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I was tempted. I should just turn off my light. You could only see what's on my sunglasses and the yeah. reflection off that. So anyway, um, getting into the Discord and YouTube type of stuff is we've been having the issue recently of the studio being full, maxed out at 25 here on Discord. So we were trying some other ideas. Uh, I know I tried Twitch Studio and was playing around with that. It's cool and all. The thing is, is with Discord, like a majority of people that we play with have Discord for sure. You know, they could just join comms, oh, yeah. whatever. Not everybody has Twitch necessarily. So that's kind of the thing is like, well, if you want to watch the show, now we're on a Twitch from here on out. That kind of deters people from uh, wanting to at least watch the show live. I mean, they could always listen to it on um, Apple and Spotify, as usual, yeah. and then later on YouTube, whatever. But Twitch might be something we could do. Um, if YouTube is doing all right, we can stick with that. Um, at the same time, it's like, not only are we doing Discord, we have to watch Discord chat, but then we're watching YouTube chat, and then we're watching twitch chat and we don't want to get you know too crazy in all of this for something as right. as simple as it should be so um that's kind of the 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 ideas that we're uh playing around with in, in this sense and of course at the beginning of the season we had no idea that we'd be having studio limit issues you know so and it is a discord thing if we were not streaming what we're doing right now out to youtube or twitch because it would do it if we went to twitch it doesn't matter where we stream it to if we were if we we're not streaming live then that limit goes away as soon as we go to stream live then streamer mode comes on for discord and you get the uh, issue with the 25 limit and there's no, there's just no way around it yeah there's so, no way around it tried stage tried uh if i 
even if I was sharing my screen and I had like a video call with, it, we'd still have to have the other hosts sharing their videos so you could see them, as well as me sharing my screen. It'd still be a limit and all this type of crap. So, um, yeah. I think it's better just to do it the way we're doing it right now. If we reach the limit on Discord, well, you just you didn't get here early <laughs> enough. Go on over to YouTube. I mean, that's just early bird gets the worm. Early bird, or we can drag people in. Um, we've been hearing that it may kick people out. Some people can activate their video, like Damon, because it was over the uh, the limit. But people we'll are just now out. asking, what's with the sunglasses? What's with the sunglasses? It's hot. You see, the sun is right here. <laughs> That's Rambo's excuse. Mine is because my future is so bright. Yeah. <laughs> what are you trying to sell? Personality. Yeah. <clears throat> it's the ambiance. It's the look. Yeah. I, I complained to Taylor last week that he, he like lives in the dark in his office there. So you need to lighten it up a little bit. And there you go. Yeah. So light. with that one light, I got to wear sunglasses now. <laughs> <laughs> we all look so, more G. Yeah. <laughs> I just need a cigar. I mean, I've got, I mean, I got this right here, you know, we're really kicking it. Durk -durk. More G. More in. Oops, <laughs> I got to take the cap off. Jeez. You just started too. I did. Well, I got my DP. Happy. So anyway, the uh, once again too, I was telling a couple people that uh, we are under evaluation once again for the third time for at least me to become a senior content creator. Now it was about a week that I had talked with uh, M4A1 and gave her all of the info from the back end, you know, downloads and where people listen and our subscriber count and all this crap, right? Right. So she took that info, was supposed to be giving it to other people to make the decision. Well, I haven't heard anything back just yet, but at the same time, the devs like literally just went on vacation for their yep. um, Chinese New Year, too. So, yep. I have no idea when I'm going to hear back about any of that stuff yet, whether or not uh, it goes through. Um, I was telling her about the new things that we were doing this year with the live streaming and doing game shows exclusively for YouTube and trying to get our subscriber count and stuff and all that up. And uh, maybe it's enough of an excuse. I told her, I said, tenure should be somewhat of a statistic or you know whatever they count it's like we've been doing this yeah. for 100 episodes and uh you know over the two years it's been yep. over two years since we've been doing it so you know that should come into account somehow right i don't know we'll see i guess uh this would be the third time now that uh they have yep. asked this so the first time was with hayden and then i've done it twice now with m4a1 so um really it trying seems to, to be even though it's difficult to get a hold of them and difficult to get uh info back and forth when you do talk with them her um i don't know she's always pleasant and, and willing to willing to work with you and listen and at least at least either tell you no or yes or whatever i mean it's not it's not like it's an unpleasant conversation it's just a very yeah drawn out takes a lot of time type of conversation yeah so. <laughs> very much on their time and i'm yeah. pretty sure they don't have discord outside of work um, oh yeah no 
No. They probably That's got a basically VPN it. for all that. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. So that is it as far as those updates go um, with the show. And uh, if we want to jump right into the game news. And yes, I'm in VFK once again, though I am docked because my fleet ditched me. <laughs> <laughs> I am docked. I'm not going to try to do this show and uh, run run a, or be in a fleet or anything at the same time. It's hard enough to... Sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, pull up the game news. Let's see what we got this last week. All right. Let's go into the game news. Uh, let's see. I got to get over here. And I got to go here. Uh, first things first, uh, patch notes. I think we got some of this clipped because of the way the uh, windows are, but that's okay. You want to go over the patch notes first, I suppose? Yeah, it's a little jacked up. Isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> We're just going to cover ourselves for a moment while we talk about the patch notes uh, from this last week. The Dormant Realm Surge attack was officially uh, fucked. Um, so it's no longer the easy-peasy uh, DR5 that it was before Wednesday's uh, patch. I can't say that it's impossible, because it is possible, but it is nowhere near as easy as what it was before. The best... Um, the best luck that I've had with it on a T on a, on a level 10 and it was barely was uh, nightmare and three uh, tornado twos with range and tracking. Yikes. And you can stay with the same, uh, the same setup anyway, that you were doing before when you're trying to just hit the envoys, right. And leaving everything else alone. If you go to try to wipe everything as you go, you are going to take an hour to clear that damn thing. So that's not, Jeez. that's just not, I mean, it's feasible. It's fine if you want to sit there with your four buddies or, or maybe your four boxing is a multi-boxer. If somebody does that uh, and does DR solo like that, um, then you probably can sit there and, and just kill everything. But good night. Um, so, so much time. Um, whereas was it was before. Obviously, it was too easy before. We all know that. We all know they had to fix it um, from the way it was previously. But uh, it is very tough. It is very tough. I've known a lot of guys losing their nightmares, losing their... Apex strikers. Um, if you get to the gate, okay, guys. Like, if you're gonna try it with whatever your mix is, uh, the first thing you do when you land is you get a whole minute before the first envoy comes in, and then it's just one envoy. So just get to the gate. So when it looks like you're gonna die, you just bail. Okay, there's no sense in losing anything in a DR5. Anyway, I'm sure they're probably gonna nerf that again, or uh, because uh, or have to put some nerfs on it because it's it's very difficult to do. It's almost. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll just leave it super hard like that. Uh, and maybe that'll be a sign of what DR6 is going to be when it's just cruisers. Holy shit. But anyway, uh, next thing on the patch notes, new arrivals, um, home returning festival. This is the big one here that everybody needs to be aware of on this is the uh, $149 ARU cost uh, limited one per capsuleer. I believe only one time. You can't buy this multiple times, I don't think. If you can, then holy crap. That's basically 149 AURR for uh, one purple implant, which makes that worth like eight bucks or something because it's $10 to get 265 uh, R here in the U.S. Um, so, I mean, that's actually like six bucks to get a purple yeah. implant. That's pretty good. That's of really your really choice. Good. Yeah. Of your choice. Now, the tactical missile, the new tactical missile implant and the mining implant are not on there. Correct. 
which is very sus. <laughs> yeah. Why you do that to me? <laughs> yeah, I was hoping but, uh, it was in a box and I wouldn't have to do this stupid DR. Yeah, well, and you're going to have to make the thing from the DRs apparently because it doesn't doesn't ever seem to want to drop there either. It's not like yeah, it's I'm the told other it's ones a random drop it there. Sudden. It's not even it's a, a guaranteed random drop, drop completely. Correctly, yeah. I mean, and even if you're not a miner, you're going to want the mining implant one because you're just going to have that. You just instantly level one. You put isn't it level one where you get the twenty five percent cargo hold, or is that like a level thirty thing? One way or the other, you get a huge bo- uh, boost to your cargo hold. Whether you're a miner or not, or you're just hauling or doing anything, you're going to get a huge boost to the twenty five percent anyway to your cargo, both the cargo hold and the special hold. It's not just a one or the other. It's it's both holds. Get a twenty five percent boost. That's huge. Mm-hmm. That's huge. <clears throat> so anyway, that's a good deal. That's probably the first time I've seen it in a very very long time. In fact, I can't recall the last time. Can you? that we've seen them give us a quote-unquote deal like that. I mean, that's a hell of a deal. Now, granted, the, after people already spent, you know, 50 to 100 was, bucks for a gold implant, but... <laughs> what was the last one? They had one... They had them for sale for ISK, I thought, the last time. Like, for 1 billion ISK, you can get one of your choice. Mm, Wasn't there something like that? that? I don't know. Chat's going to have to tell me. I don't know. Yeah, it was something like that. It was a few months ago. Uh, next thing, the new event, the home returning festival packet gift stuff. They're still doing that. I don't understand that. Care for that? Splinter coupon stuff is back again. Never. This just goes to show people. I don't care what uh, the devs tell you. Never, ever, ever get rid of any of these side currencies. Don't just go and spend the stuff on whatever because you think you're never going to get that currency back. I'm still sitting on sixty-two thousand splinted coupons on one of my accounts. Um, from the last time we had splinted coupons uh, <laughs> that I just refused to spend because yeah. there was nothing I wanted and figured it'd go away and didn't care. Um, but they're still sitting there, even though this time around, here we are. So that's kind of a funny thing. Uh, then uh, another update, as the micro eject mode of Voyage Nanocore causes stats anomalies, when the micro warp drive is also used, we have disabled their simultaneous activation for now. Once the issue is fixed, an update will be made. This adjustment does not impact the use of other modules. So once again, they've taken this Voyage Nanocore and nerfed the hell out of it. Um, at first, when you first got these things for relatively cheap, 60,000 splinted coupons, I could have gotten one. I'm glad I didn't. Uh, but I could have put one on the succubus and probably made the thing go, you know, 14 kilometers a second. <laughs> I think I saw someone in a, in a Dramio going 28 kilometers a second. That's 28,000 like that. meters a second. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Um, and then when they nerfed it or buffed it, it got cut in half. And now here they've done it again to where now I don't even know what the speed is on these things now, but it's not. Uh, and of course, there's two things that happen when you activate this. You get this huge speed boost and you become immune to webs for like five seconds. Mm-hmm. So it's basically a get out of a get out of jail free card one time. But I don't know what the time frame is on it happening again, 90 seconds or whatever. So, I mean, you can get chased down and still get caught, but it does give you a one time free pass. Uh, optimizations, the estimated price, of course, was updated on market transaction. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about market transaction stuff uh, today or tonight um, as well. Um, a couple of other updates for you there. Uh, gravitational wave graph and shard exchange is now clone bound. So I, I don't, shard exchange, someone explain that one to me. What what the hell is that? I'm not, it's not, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't know. Shard exchange. Which shards are they talking about? Aeon shards? Ion, I think they had Aeon Shark. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, 
Number three, uh, protection during Stargate traveling now also makes the ship immune to cargo hold self-destruct damage. Damn, that's that's that was funny. That'd be funny. You're sitting there, you jump gate, you're holding cloak, you're not moving because you know someone's going to blow up on you or something, and then boom. <laughs> what is that? Oh, great. Someone's having fun over on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. seven. Yep. <laughs> wow. All right, next one. Angry. Um, yeah, that's okay. Whatever. Then we've got this thing here. They gave out this nice little love letter um, to us about the uh, Chinese New Year. Did you see this? Do you read this? Yep, I did. I don't know if I need to go through and read this whole thing, but... Yeah, go um, for it. I don't know. There was there was this, and I'll read it. Okay, it says, hey, dear Capsuleer, <laughs> hey, guys, this is Wei Su, the producer of Eve Echoes. Today is the start of the Chinese New Year's holiday. On behalf of the entire Eve Echoes development team, I would love to extend, or like to extend, my best wishes to all pilots. Happy New Year. During the past 2022, Eve Echoes has brought new gameplay features and campaigns from Illusionary Ghost to CyberX, from Capital Industrial Ship to Versatile Assault Ship, from Inventory System to Realm of Deep Sleep. I think he means DRs there. Uh, we were nervous about the reception to some of these features, but the feedback given by pilots greatly encouraged our team. I'm grateful to all pilots for their support and expectations. And thus, and this enthusiasm for Eve Echoes will serve as a guiding light for us, giving us enough motivation to continue to improve our game. Correct? Yeah. I know that's a translation thing there, but when I read that the first time, I was like, oh, it gives us enough motivation to continue to improve the game. <laughs> I guess we'll keep going, guys. <laughs> Uh, correct past shortcomings and bring you a better experience. Uh, in the coming year, we will strive to make Eve Echoes more enjoyable and provide pilots with better game experience and growth content. Some of the features will be simplified to make them more relevant to existing pilots' needs for a lighter game experience in the terms of economic systems. In addition to continuing to explore new play modes, we will also resolutely combat and restrict workshops and external scripting groups for profit to guarantee a fair environment of the game. All that's good stuff. I like hearing all of that. There's nothing there that gives me pause. Uh, in the fact, in the first half of 2023, we plan to optimize current game content. For example, the situation where ships have too much firepower and not enough effective defense, followed by small ships and player-initiated court battles to improve the engagement experience. He's talking about the balance patch coming in April. And, of course, next month, the corp uh, battle royale kind of thing that they're going to do, where you can mm -hmm. get the dual mode back inside of your corp. The big, which is actually a bigger thing than you think of because in April, as part of that big balance update, corporation uh, member size is going to increase. So yep. there's that. Anyway, uh, in the second half, 2023, we have our brand new anniversary update and the Sigma version, which cater to new pilots. That's a new one on me. I don't know what Sigma version means. Um, I've not heard that term bandered around. That's a totally new thing. Yeah, that no clue. I wanted to hit on that is what the heck is that? <laughs> Brand new anniversary no update means. and the Sigma version, which cater to new pilots. Yeah, interesting. No idea. No idea what that means. Anyway. Uh in 2023, we also continue to optimize the performance of the game. Some optimizations have already been released, and some pilots should have already experienced during scale engagements. Uh, no. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, that's okay. We'll continue to work on that. Uh, during the period of Chinese New Year, Concord have prepared various events like Starry Night Flight, New, New Eden Recruitment, where you will have the chance to receive a Nanocore for free. 
give giving packets among family and friends is a special greeting to the Chinese New Year. And this year, also the red packet in New Eden. I don't know what red packet is either. That's a new one on me. When I first read it, I I didn't read it as red packet. I read it as red rocket, and that's not an image I wanted to conjure up. Uh, we hope you can enjoy this special festive custom in China. Besides our old friends, implants and the realm of the deep sleep have got new content. Please visit our game and follow the official community announcements for more details. Thank you for the company and support in the new year. We hope you'll continue the travel together with you. Uh, wish you all happy gaming. New Eden Concord YC125. Okay. YC125. That was a billionaire question. Yep. Yep. So all good. I don't know if Sigma is what they're talking about in terms of these chips that are coming out, Durka Dur. I mean, that's not a bad guess um, because they have talked about in April these these chips coming out that will allow um, basically allow for a T six T seven pilot to be able to fly a battleship kind of thing, right? And maybe it's a, but it's a trainer battleship. So yeah, trainer implants would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's a skill chip to <clears throat> enable you to be able to fly yeah so i don't know if that's what they mean by the sigma thing I mean, that's a good guess i suppose because we do know about that but i don't know why i don't know how that really changes like a, a new method for new players to do gameplay i guess i guess it does i mean you're brand new again though how many how many how many pilots that's T6 are going to have any skills whatsoever to be effective in a battleship anyway? Right? I mean, I guess for PvE, I guess that's the grind, right? There's the, the some money T10 making. people that are useless in a battleship. Yeah, you, you got a point there. <laughs> you got a point there. There's so, some fleets that I've seen in T10 battleships that I, I sat there and said, that's what? What are you guys doing? Yeah. So, anyway, maybe this Ralphie May guy is from Crab Coalition. Who knows? <laughs> Never heard of him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Express so that was Claire Lamb. That's right, Durka Dur. <laughs> there was um there was no QA this week. Um, nope. I guess to our surprise. I, I suppose I wasn't really surprised because now that no. we we are not doing the shows on Thursday nights, we're not like needing them. We're not needing to talk about it. But yep. um you know, and then by the time Sunday night rolls around, you know, we already have it. Uh, Benzie most likely had already put his video out on it, so he had his following uh, getting the news. But this week, Benzie even asked. He said, no Q&A this week, and he never even got a reply. So that's kind of when we were start, started discussing, yeah, they probably took their holiday, just didn't tell anybody. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, I think that's true. I don't know why they didn't put up anything in the uh, CC chat that they'd be gone for this week, the whole week. Um, but it's obvious that they're not there. Then what was it you wanted to talk about? Was it market transactions or something that you wanted to bring up? Oh, yeah. So for the longest time when the game came out, we had an API. We had an API that, that builders could use on their sheets that would give you an update Every four hours, I remember doing this. I, I'd have this. It, it was a it was a link specifically um, that I'd put into my sheet, and then I would have all my pricing, and I would update every four hours. And it had everything in the game, uh, everything in the game, not just um, you know minerals and, and PI and ore, but it had every item 
always updated. It was fantastic. I used it ex extensively at the very beginning for our own like points type buyback system. Uh, and then it went away. I forget the guy that was doing that. I remember there for a while, he was having a hard time getting the updates or people have to cajole him. And then like he just walked away from the game for a while. I don't know how he even got the initial API to begin with. But long story short, we haven't had an API for anything for a very, very long time. Uh, and now we do. We have a, a miniature version of the API that is specifically for minerals uh, or both all versions of ore, whether it's the condensed or compressed and all the PI. And it's a, it's a link just like it was before, way back in the day. It comes from a CVS file that's updated, um, but it is not updated every four hours because it's a manual process. Instead, it's updated every Wednesday when the market update numbers are updated. So it's not quite perfect, um, and I'm still playing with it. The link for this is going to be made public next week on Wednesday, uh, and it's going to be on that uh, tool that I took over from Jarmok. And as I continue to work on it and continue to get more people kind of helping me with it, maybe those updates will start to come more regularly. And maybe those updates will be um, a little bit more tailored to what the actual market is instead of the estimated market price. Although if you really go back and historically look at what the estimated price is, eh, about 80% of the time, it's pretty damn close. There's only a few outliers every once in a while. And those have to do with different items than minerals and NPI that have lots of transactions, right? It's nowhere near correct for implants because there's not very many transactions. It's nowhere near correct for dreads and capitals because there's mm -hmm. not enough transactions. But there's a ton of transactions for TRIT, um, for ionic solutions, plasmoids, and those kinds of things, PLEX. Um, and so as I kind of continue to evolve that tool, you know, we'll have a better API. But for right now, uh, it's you at least have something you can go off of and use, and it'll get the update at least once a week, every Wednesday. So... That's pretty cool. Yeah. That uh, every Wednesday is uncalled for, by the way. I need by the minute uh, market <laughs> updates. Hey, it'll give you something to go off of, right? So it's close. I've been using it like that for a while now, and it's it's been fine for my builds and costs analysis and everything yeah. else. So I was actually looking at the market today for uh, billionaire questions. Hint, hint. And uh, I was looking at some of the uh, the capitals, like they've never been sold on the market before. Like yeah. all of their estimated prices are all what the game had put them at. This, uh, well, first of all, you can't even sell them in Gita, huh? They can't go into high sec. That's probably the first problem. Same for jump. Uh, you can still put it up on the market at an ITC, though. It doesn't have to go to Gita. I, I was in Gita, so. I mean, I, yeah. I still am. That's what yeah. my background is. I'm at the Jita <laughs> Sun. Turns out to be a blue sun. Hint, hint. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I don't want to give away too many hints. I, I want to keep the tooth to the, the billion esque that I got. <laughs> <laughs> is it invested with Durka Dur and you just got to let it ride for a while? Is that why you got to hold on yeah. to it? Yeah. We got to make sure nobody wins the first couple of games because we got to get yeah. that extra cheese from the yeah. from the investment percentage, right? Taylor <laughs> Taylor had made uh, more than half of the questions, and the, the difficulty is noticeably harder. I don't think we'll have a winner tonight, honestly. Uh, <laughs> at least not for two billion. But uh, I don't know. We could be wrong. Hey, one of my questions I put down that you said wasn't going to be uh, wasn't going to be asked. Can I go ahead and, and see if the, the the chat can get the answer? Yeah, yeah. Go uh, do some of the ones that I I sort of passed on. 
go for it. Yeah. So the first one, the first one that uh, Rambo passed on was, "What is the best wine that you can pair with oysters? Is it A, box wine from Costco? Is it B, Sauvignon Blanc? Is it C, Merlot? Or is it D, uh, I forget what the last one is, um, Moscato?" Yeah, I Anybody got ben, an answer? I went to Ben able to to pronounce half of them. Anyway. I probably mispronounced Sauvignon Blanc, but that's okay. <laughs> that was a hint, guys. It's B, Sauvignon Blanc. That's the best pairing with oysters. Yep. <laughs> the crab got it. The crab got it. There you go. No, no. <laughs> what was the other one? Oh, the, be- the best Reddit. Oh yeah, which one's the best Reddit? Is it uh, is it slash echoes? Is it slash echoes underscore Eve, or is it? Oh, here, let me go pull it up because I'm just pulling these from memory. I don't know if I can even pull it up. Um, shit, I think I was still in it. I may have closed it out. Oh no, I didn't. Um, I'm put my uh, cursor right over the top of everything. Here it is. And you said the red ones are the ones you used. Yes. Yeah, I asked some pretty good questions in there. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, which Reddit is the best Reddit? Is it is it slash echoes slash echoes underscore Eve slash Eve or slash Reddit is trash? Which one is the best one? <laughs> Reddit is trash. Reddit is really trash. Is. Yeah. <laughs> Such a trash app. It sucks so bad. Gosh. Ah, here's another one. This is going to be fun. Uh, yeah, Reddit not safe for work. That, yeah, correct. That's correct, Lemon. You're correct. Uh, how about this one? Um, uh, we could use this one for another billionaire, though. Yeah. Nah, that's okay. Which rig is used for maximum efficiency when mining? Snacks, if you don't jump on this and get this right, I'm going to get mad. Which rig is used for maximum efficiency during mining? Is it A, mining circulation three? Is it B, mining efficiency upgrade three? Is it C, mining algid optimizer three? Or is it D, cargo hold optimizer three? <laughs> yeah, it's A, it's Cirques. Cirque fours. Could be Cirque fours, but I said which one of those four is the best, and I listed three, uh, th- all all threes. But yes, level four would be better. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if you put a minor Cirque and a minor efficiency Cirque together; um, it's still worse than just doing the Cirque all by itself. Like if you do an integrated rig between the two, mm-hmm. you're hurting yourself. Yeah, anyway. I uh, I figured that was a bit easier question. I don't know. I didn't yeah. use that because I I didn't figure that was a worth one point five billion esque. So no, probably um, not. So that's just a just a taste as to uh, what people can be looking forward to in the uh, in the next billionaire episode. So stay tuned after that. We will need some people to uh, play the game. <laughs> <laughs> and Yadashi is not playing again because he won last week. No, nope. oh, I have to keep that in mind. Sorry, Yadashi. No more isk for you. Yep. Yeah. Um, we purposely <laughs> we purposely did that uh, 
I wanted to go for like the 1980s Tom Cruise with the aviators. So just really bad. Nah, it's fine. It looks great. It's funny yeah, though it's seeing just... our face right next to one another. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> so, um yeah, so that was it for your uh, market transaction spiel, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was it. Yeah. I, I want to talk simple. about this. I want to talk about this next thing that I had seen actually today. And what it was is a interceptor kill mail. Oh, yeah. You see this today? Check this out. I saw it yesterday. Yeah, the first time I saw it was yesterday, but it was fantastic. I was like, oh, my God. So this interceptor, I have it up on my screen. 18.6 billion this thing was worth. And you can see there's an arrow to it. He had a Minakawa Cyber X core in his... uh, in his uh, inventory there. Yeah. That was pretty bad. Yep. That's pretty bad. Somebody in, so a guy in chat saying he got temp banned. I'm not sure what that means. Makes sense. But, um, the guy in the dram? Uh, I don't know. Guy, if you want to put some context on Oh, he might be that. talking about, or is he talking about Nala? I don't know what, I don't know what Durka Dur is saying either. Catching up on the stream at 1.75 <laughs> speed, yeah. So, um, but I've noticed that a lot of interceptors are going down recently because of this kind of new Dromiel meta that's going around. And they have like this quick lock, freaking snipe, alpha damage, you right off the gate type thing. And yeah. I've seen this quite a bit. Of course, if you look at the system, it's an MTAC O, so it's right there at the edge of a low sec gate, and yep. these people are camping low sec gates in these Dramiels, and they're sniping AFK interceptors, and uh, I'm, I guarantee you that's what this is. Are so, they just on autopilot? So the interceptor, yeah, the interceptor on yeah. AP, yeah. And uh, these Dramiels, with if you have enough money, you can load up one of these Drams with T4 rigs and all that crap, skills, um, sniper implant, and go for it. Put strikes on it. It's, I think it's an alpha, it's an alpha damage pop. You're done. As you can see, yeah, top damage, final blow. He shot yeah, him. Same in thing, one. yeah. So. Yeah. I've had court members lose to uh, a, a, a person specifically by the name of Nick Fury outside of Okagaiken. And, oh, yeah. Uh, I've seen Nick Fury around. Yeah. I, I purposely went through system to see if he can snipe me. And, you know, autopiloting through the area. I was like, okay, let's see if he can get me. And he was not successful, at least in my in my case. So I think there is... I don't know. I, I guess it's like odds, luck, timing, latency on the on the internet, you know, so on and so forth as to yeah. how they can get I don't kills. use uh, inertia stabilizers on, on a scepter. Is that what you mean, Durka? Unfit? I don't use stabs anyway. I think it could skill, yeah. Yeah. There is a way that you can tank that guy. Yeah. 
So there is a way you can tank that. I've been seeing these Dromiels all over the place now, ever since. So, uh... It's a secret. <laughs> letting out all the secrets. Don't tell people how it's done. Yeah, that's basically what's done. Time for plates. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> so you can survive the alpha shot? I'm not sure about that. <laughs> yeah, I know you get passive. That's true. But still, it's kind of like... Uh, uh, the plate thing, though. Okay, so someone tell me this because I don't use plates. But I used to use plates in EVE Online. And when you put a plate on in EVE Online, it literally slowed you down. Not so in EVE Echoes, is it? Which is kind of stupid. I think in the armor plates, it's, it does say that. Just on, just act on activation, right. Yeah, just on activation. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Making sure I'm on the same page there. I so think we totally could... Uh, you know, I th we, we didn't have much for game news. We didn't have Q&A. Um, I think we could call it at that as far as that stuff goes. Uh, we can have a quick yeah. commercial break, and then uh, when we get back, we'll have Mackenzie on. We'll uh, talk about the war a bit more and uh, yeah, call it. So I got some, uh, I got a new commercial for you. Hope you like it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I had another time killer in there, but uh, we'll be right back. All right. Sounds good. You're listening to Echoes of New Eden. Hi, I'm Cal Scarge of Cal Scarge's phenomenally overpowered and integrated industrialized laser light strip mining cover twos and intergalactic integrated prototype rig ascension cord neutralizer equipped shield boosting achievable that is exceptionally overpowered and misuses bait mining form in orcas. As an unwanted result of a pointless war, I am now in possession of several plus 25 warp stabbed, absurdly painted, not so fast, really expensive, integrated to the balls with expensive mod equipped Rorquals, and they are just waiting to transform your dead corp into a living drama that tells passersby, hey everyone, a real juicy motherfucker is mining right here. Your neighbors will frown upon you and PVPers will camp your system and jump on you like a pack of dogs on a three-legged cat as soon as they could cast their eyes on a sort of tanky but not really ugly base looking thing in a belt. Illegally undocked capital industrial ship that is probably a good motivation kick if you could pull off the kill. And everyone's favorite, somewhat AFK miner that yeets Rorkwells' bait in hopes of surviving but loses horribly and then leaves the court because he was made fun of. These hangar dust collectors are priced to move until they do. They are an enormous corp liability for corp theft. So please come see me at Cal Scarge's phenomenally overpowered and integrated industrialized laser light strip mining cover to an intergalactic integrated prototype Greek ascension cord neutralizer equipped shield boosting achievable that is exceptionally overpowered and misuses bait mining form in Orca and now Rorkwell Emporium. Look for the cameras in every system in the area. I've got them tackled. <laughs>
All right, and yes, we are back. Ah, uh, yeah. So people like my commercial. That uh, that was amazing. That was such funny. a that was such a big surprise. That was so good. <laughs> How can that you ramble so that good. long and not mispronounce shit? Um. So believe it or not, that only took me two takes to do the entire thing. <laughs> That's so. amazing. Two takes, yeah. I'm getting good at it by this point. I'm getting good, especially at those two, because the Coveter one was alright, but the Orca one, remember when I did the blooper reel for the Orca commercial? Yeah. that I, I, I wanted to do that again, I just didn't have enough screw-ups. I actually did one take, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do another one, um, pronounce some things a little differently, change some words up, whatever. And then... Uh, I did that one. It turned out to be better than the first one. So I was like, okay, I'm going to keep it. Yeah. So that and, was a uh, great surprise. I'm expecting <laughs> to hear the same cow scars, you know, commercial from like, Oh Lord, here we go. Oh no. I <laughs> no, I, it, was, it was great. I told you I was going to do a Rourke one. I was going to, and it was going to be yeah. longer than the previous one, which it is uh, yeah. not by much, <laughs> but it is. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've just been trying to get time of, uh, making the commercials and stuff like that. And so that one was next on the list that did that. Um, we got some other projects coming up too. Some other people want some commercials made and, and stuff like that. So, uh, I'll hook them up, get s some stuff made and get some more content with that. And then I, I wanted to play the salt reaction song, uh, in case people missed it last season. You know, because yeah, I played yeah. it a couple times, and that's a great one. Uh, enjoyed it. Yeah, I seen I seen that you're doing the the light. Yeah, I, I <laughs> need to have that light. ready to go next time, so I can sit and do a little grave going on. Yeah, you bet. All right, so that is that, and we have Mackenzie here in the uh, the studio. Hey, uh, Mackenzie, I'm going to be unmuting you here. Hopefully, you're ready. And Mackenzie, if you want to uh, stream, you can if you want to get on video, but you're not, it's not required. Welcome, Mackenzie. Uh, yes, well, you <laughs> would uh, say that if I were to get on video, uh, it would um, probably make my audio quality drop substantially, considering that ah. uh, I, I haven't yet designed a mask that has the, um, you know, the mouth opening, but I really do want Phantom <laughs> of the Opera themed um, <clears throat> face accessory, which, gotcha. you know, it's uh it's a thing but yes uh thank you very much uh taylor uh, rambo um for the invite to the show yeah thanks for yeah. coming glad to have you so uh as everybody knows the uh you're the host of new eden radio how is that going this year uh good well i'm one of the hosts supposed to be fair uh of course <laughs> i uh, host the show alongside uh alandria of the uh, galaxy and uh latara tassador who usually is there if if not uh if not completely sleep depraved or like today out cold i'm pretty sure that latara uh overslept the show again but <laughs> you know i mean things happen and it, it it was a shame because today we had the um lunar new year battle royal and latara was like i have so many ideas and i want to make this ship build and it's going to be so much fun and you know they were so confident that they would win <laughs> this battle royal and it you know we, we were ready to start the show and i'm like so uh where's latara and, uh, <laughs> I have no idea. I said, I, 
a billion isks says that Latara oversleeps today. <laughs> and, uh, sure enough, Latara did not manage to make it onto the show today. So uh, someone else won that. I believe it was uh, Deep.io uh, who um, who got oh, the yeah. duo Omega. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I mean, it was, it was lots and lots of fun. Uh, we need to look at, I guess, doing more of an outreach, maybe doing a different day or different time just to try to get more community members involved in the content because the content is good. And uh, the people who take part always send messages saying, I really enjoyed it. And, and it's great, but it really favors our EU community. And um, as uh, both of you know, uh, m most of our, uh, our, our SHH pilot and our Brethren Court pilots, uh, they are really more, you know, U.S. time-based. So yeah. we might try to do something like on a Monday night or something, you know, another Battle Royal, even if we just do the show and say, we're just going to come on, you know, entertain you for a little while uh, with some music. And then after that, you know, we'll just get straight away into the into the show or into the um, the main course. A shout out to the Black Joker for always being there to uh, to make videos. I think she also took part, and uh, and so it's great to have other content creators that are able to be there. And uh, you know, they they create their own content, put their own spin on the events, and um, come up with something really cool, which is great because you know, due to music licensing, we're not on YouTube, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. The next great war after the current one is over is going to be between Echoes of New Eden and New Eden Radio, who are going to be on <laughs> at the exact same time on a Sunday night. <laughs> right. Uh, no, no, no. I'm if just you, kidding. I'm just kidding. To, I mean, you you're over in show. Europe, right? So that's why at your time when you're doing it, that is your nighttime, mm -hmm. isn't it? Or am I off? No, she's U.S. Oh, yeah, you are uh -huh. U.S. Oh. I'm Central Standard Time. Mm -hmm. Oh, so am I. I'm Central what do you know? Standard Time. Yeah, okay. yeah. Go figure, right? It's you, actually... Where, what city are you in? Chicago? Can't, where, where are you at, if you don't mind saying? Oh, gosh. I, I wish that I were in Chicago. No, the city that I live in is uh, relatively close to what would be cons what would be Lafayette in Louisiana. Uh, so, um, you know, very deep south. Oh. I cannot abide by the climate and uh you know i i absolutely <laughs> detest telling people that I, that this is where i'm living right now so i'm really hoping to just you know kind of you know fly away somewhere else uh, even a different <laughs> place in the u.s but uh it is what it is so normally when i'm doing the show the truth is well everyone knows that i i do work professionally as a dj and as a music artist and so i'm coming off of a weekend normally i have worked on friday night and i was probably working a club until anywhere between 1 to 3 a.m depending on the night uh -huh. and then on saturday i am working anywhere between um 11 to 1 a.m depending on the venue so uh new eden fm goes live at 11 a.m my time mm-hmm so I, I have about one hour to shake the sleep off and prepare whatever notes I'm, I haven't prepared already <laughs> and get ready <laughs> to do the show. And prior to my, my sister taking over as being the, you know, the primary DJ, I was also doing the set. So it was, it was like, wake up, um, put gotcha. together a music set on one computer you know, with my left hand while I prepare notes on another computer with my right hand on that keyboard. And... Um, and then I, you know, do the sound checking, make sure that all the stuff is is correct, uh, or at least try to, and then try to get our host and guests together in the studio so I can sound check them and make sure that they sound, you know, pretty good. Because uh, there was one time that uh, Chief came on, and for some reason that day he was really, really, really loud, 
and uh, and so um and so we got a lot of nasty digital distortion uh, from uh. him on that day, and we swore that it would never happen again. So. I have gradually found myself, you know, delegating more and more of these tasks to other people. So, good. Um, good. Uh, Rambo, please, you know, appreciate Taylor Rick for all <laughs> the amazing <laughs> things that he does for you. Because yeah. having uh, having additional hands to um, to help you, whether it is uh, just someone who can, you know, help you out with edits, or you can take a night off, it's it's a godsend. Yeah. Yeah, he's been a, a blessing to the show. It's been great to have him and all the help that he does uh, give us and the content and, and stuff like that. And he, he operates a YouTube and basically does everything with that where I'm kind of like YouTube illiterate, I guess you could say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm all about the podcast stuff, but when it comes to YouTube, I'm like, okay, well, shoot. I don't even know how he's doing the streaming thing onto YouTube. Um, granted, I could do some research and look it up and all that, but he's already got it all set up and everything, and so, you know, that's his thing. So, um, yeah, it's well, been the great. The only thing I know about YouTube is uh, at, at the consumer level, aside from the uh, the, the two copyright strikes that I got uh, when I actually tried to um, to to stream music there. So, <laughs> just I don't do it now. Right. Yeah, and then uh, with the majority of stuff that uh, we produce here on the show, it's all stuff that I made. And so typically, like there's a couple things, like we had an X up track for some of our game shows that got tripped mm -hmm. by uh, copyright, and it's like 20 seconds, whatever. The Who uh, Wants to Be a Billionaire um, background music gets yeah. a copyright strike for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the heartbeat thing in the background, really, honestly, somebody's yeah. making money off of that. Uh, well, Jeopardy not, a couple it times. A lot. Yeah. It, it unfortunately doesn't take a lot. Uh, you can you can actually copyright strike something or get a claim on something if it just follows the exact same chord progression. It's it's pretty nuts. Um, I had to study, um, you know, business um, as far as you know music was concerned. So hmm. it's it's not a it's not a fun experience. It, it's the the number of things that you can do. And actually, when a lawsuit over uh, in terms of like uh, song plagiarism is quite, uh, it, uh, it's minuscule these days. And so there, there is so many, there's so much that goes into trying to make sure you're not doing it. In, in our case, the only things I typically make, the drops, any uh, music that is on the show that, uh, you know, I've, I've licensed and released. And of course, our intro track uh, was made by me as well. But for the most yeah. part, it's like if 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 I were to say, well, we really want to go on YouTube, I would literally have to, you know, take all of the music out of the, the show. And unfortunately, that that's part of what people kind of tune in for, you know, it's what separates us from a radio show, you know, in, in, a, in an authentic podcast. Podcasting, it is more about discussion and, uh, you know, and, and, and uh, community involved um opinion you know driven content but with radio show so much of the content um of the show is the music and we're always getting you know we're getting feedback from people on the music last week uh someone actually dm'd me and said hey can we have drum and bass like you know can you mix some drum and bass I'm like you know what? i've never done it on this show but let me go ahead and do it so i devoted the entire episode to drum and bass and everyone loved it nice and this week i'm like okay cool so um Amy, let's uh, you know, uh, can can you do uh, can you do um, dubstep? And uh, <laughs> um, 
because I am myself a uh, you know a, a German uh, student, uh, we we have these these little um the you know these little spats that we do in German, and um, it, it's uh it's amazing how the rest of the staff somehow they 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 know what we're talking about when we're when we're going through this they they will ignore everything else we're saying unless it seems like we're fighting. <laughs> it's it's a great <laughs> thing that our staff loves to do. So. Uh, last night was one of those um, was one of those moments um, where I had to, um, you know, just kind of like a reminder kindly in that language in the hopes that no one would, would pick it up. But Kilroy found it. He, he found it out. Uh, Alondria found it out. And uh, soon it became a laughing circle. So, you know, <laughs> it, it makes things a lot of fun. And, and just like here on Echoes of New Eden, you know, it's like a close knit community. And we just like have all those little tongue-in-cheek jokes that go on behind the curtains that no one knows yeah about, but um, <laughs> yeah we do that know, quite it, a bit we do it's good we just don't want to lose the music so um we've no, the music is great and, you know the music is great yeah, yeah i it's think um today i came in a bit late on your show and i joined and i think it was already over and uh i was like oh well shoot it's over i didn't even see hydrobot in the uh in the chat so i was like oh okay well <laughs> no show today all right i guess i'll just work on the podcast stuff because that's yeah. right when my daughter goes down for a nap and then i have time to i have like a three-hour window in which i just pound away at the show and you know and do all the final touch-ups and whatever um up until we get to sound checks and i wanted to touch on that because you do that as well Mackenzie. and like here since we had we had one episode we had to delay it like almost an hour and uh be, because i had audio issues on my end and like i had stuff that i mm -hmm. wanted to to play because i spent time on it and all this stuff and had to have crimson go out and warm up the audience <laughs> you know as i try and figure out um sound issues so now we do sound checks like well at least i do sound checks uh an hour ahead of time um, and then you know get everything pieced together and and whatnot and then Taylor will come in or if Damon comes in, you know, we'll make sure that he he's all right and uh, get everybody on the same page before we start the show. So that is reality. I feel you there. Well, you can't really account for everything, even when you do all the sound checks and stuff. I mean, a few weeks ago, we had a problem where normally Twitch will stream into a Hydrobot, which is it, it's very, very beneficial because we've had a few times where people wanted to listen to the show but they might have been doing something like say for example they were in the middle of a fleet they could actually just post the show hyperlink into hydra and it will stream the show until we uh, we break the link um and so mm. there was one point where hydra was having problems and um and and it would not stream anything from Twitch. And and so in order to play the show or to have the show move, you know, go into the studio area, we actually had to, um, I had to do this weird uh, audio routing where I had to have my sister sign in on the primary production desktop so that we could run all the audio through her Discord account, and we used that to get it into the uh, into the lounge area. So we've we've had to do some really weird things before, um, to the point that uh, a few times the internet like crashed during a show, and I I had to uh, find a way to run the entire show off of a single laptop, which 
it, it, it wasn't a fun experience um, at all. I, I would really, really encourage you to never fall into such a situation because it's it's quite terrible. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's what we do. Right. It's it's the situation that we end up with. And I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. We are we, we put ourselves in this. <laughs> we are no stranger to technical difficulties. Tell you that. <laughs> no, no kidding. No so, kidding. Typically, if there's issues on my end, then typically uh, Taylor could patch it up a bit on his end, and he can he yeah. can do a full show recording just on his end and and upload it all. And in case I have issues, but um, so far this year we've been pretty decent. I haven't had any issues. Seems like we got some of the stuff worked out, but now we have this new issue. I guess you could say is with the studio um, limiting out at twenty five people. Which uh, even then tonight's a slow night compared to how it usually is. So, um, but we we do have a CTA going on right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and I know that because my the fleet that I'm in, I'm still getting um, pings and fleet commands and stuff, and I'm been sitting here docked. Sorry, Cleo. I know she's listening, but um... uh, no worries. I think I have uh, <laughs> twenty-two pings from the um, Crab Co- Company Discord. Yeah, lots of pings from over there um, all the time, and even tonight. Uh, so obviously, that's what the CTA on our end is for is against you yeah. guys. <laughs> oh, of course it is. I mean, yeah. um, that, but that's the nature of war, right? Um, and. Uh, it's uh it, it's we're never at a shortage of content i don't know what else to say oh for sure no there's plenty going on um oh i saw i was distracted for a few minutes by this yolo over in youtube that's he's he's hilarious anyway yeah let's make an alt account of. let's just make an yeah. alt account and uh yeah. start uh putting these comments it again in. i'll i'll keep banning it again it's fine uh anyway no it's good times though overall i mean i you at one point you were CEO of Bell, correct? Or am I getting that? Right? I think correct, I'm pretty sure. Yes. I'm, okay, are you still CEO of Bell, or is Bell still a, a corp? Or I thought um, somewhere that something had changed there, and I wasn't sure. Okay, so uh, Bell was actually uh, founded by myself and my sister, uh, who um, who flies under the um, the clone tag Amy Van Bell. So the um, <laughs> the the corporation is actually under her namesake. And uh, it, we had a very, very, very strong team, but we were a smaller corporation. Um, both you uh, and Rambo are well uh, acquainted with some of the, the problems that we have had with the game itself and, and how difficult it has been for us to, you know, bring newer pilots in and, and, keep, um, and keep a retention on those new pilots when we brought them in. Bell was founded to be a PvP corporation and also to be like a training corporation. We could teach people and we would ultimately sometimes send them to other locations where they, if they wanted to do indie or something like that. Um, eventually when we separated from, uh, from Pantheon or from Happy Bees, uh, the end of the war, we ended up over in GenFed and we were all by ourselves. So we ended up having an, an indie wing. And so we did, we, we did a, a lot of really good work for a while. And, um, Burr, I'm not sure how much you know about the Brethren Court, but it has some very strenuous requirements for like the corporations, yeah. um, where there are, um, there are um 
there are you know different points that you're you're trying to hit uh you are there there are constant statistic checks and stuff like that it's it it really is at the um at the basis level it's run like a business where you always have a margin that you want to hit and the margins became more and more and more difficult and uh the truth is I mean, Bell was was comprised maybe of, of at at max eighteen really dedicated people, and everyone else was casual. And so, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, when when you're the uh, when you're the CEO uh, and you don't uh, you you can't really take a, a day off, then you know it's probably time for you to do some other things. And so, uh, we <laughs> I, I came together with uh, with Junie, um, our Junie. Day off? What the hell does that mean? <laughs> Yeah, you tell me. And then again, I can probably tell you what it is now because uh, I'm actually semi-retired. But oh, nice, <laughs> nice. But uh, but I, you know, I got with June Apera, who was the um, the uh, CEO of XTC, uh, Smooth Minimal, who was the CEO of Twix, and uh, I believe Whisper eighty four was the um, the leader of uh, I think uh, Hun, and um, we decided that we were just going to do this really nice merger. We ended up building two new corporations and they became the uh, self-destruction crime syndicate <laughs> so <laughs> we ended up you know we we pulled all these people and we ended up with you know two corporations but i could finally take a day off and not worry yeah. about the world coming to an end i, I could um I think that about a week in after we were, we were settled and everything, I completely muted uh, CEO Chad and birth Discord. <laughs> wow. Lucky so, you. Lucky I you. I was so toasted. <laughs> I was so burned out by the time we were done that I went, Juni, smooth, you guys got this. And I just yeah. I went on vacation from CEO chat, <laughs> just ignored well, it. If I'm if I it's remember great. correctly too from listening to some of your shows, you're in college too, right? Yeah. Uh, so, so you got a lot going on. I mean, uh, yeah. it's not just like, you know, you've got a regular job and, you know, living at home or whatever else or, or whatever, but you've also got college stuff to do. So, Well, it's an insane amount of uh, of responsibilities, right? Because yeah. my career path is in music. Like my, my degree is in music production. And so I don't exactly get the luxury of a nine to five job, right? I, right. I, I have to work on new music and i have to produce things and i have to record otherwise uh you know i don't have a job i don't make money and i have to go out and uh, and perform gigs and get paid that way otherwise again you know there's there's no money so um you know so it 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 really was kind of difficult and it's part of the reason why i ended up stepping back a little bit more and once we as a corporation i saw that you know smooth is a brilliant administrator and a, a you know just a wonderful person to know and i'm like smooth it makes a, a he's he's a fantastic you know person to take care of the 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 day to day tasks such as industry and other things that i really don't want to focus on yeah and so he did a fan, he does a fantastic job even to this day and he still manages to to you know to make his way on grid and encourage people to uh to be there on grid you know for for uh, for fights so it gives me that time to spend on on you know not only college work i also have um you know a health condition that i need a surgery for a uh, spine condition oh, and no. so uh yeah there, there's there's a lot of stuff that that goes in on that so if people are asking or wondering, you know, uh, so are you quitting the game because of the war? No, uh, <laughs> trust me, I'm not salty with anyone. I still catch a fleet whatever I can. I'm, I'm just backing off a little bit because my life kind of demands it at this point. I've gone full throttle for two and a half years now, and I, 
it's it's kind of nice to be able to just back off a little bit, you know? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Someday I'll do the same thing. I've been CEO of MyCorp for almost two years, two years next month at this point. Um, so yeah, I understand the CEO uh, as Rambo does too. Uh, mm-hmm. Being a CEO in this game is in null sec anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's a grind all by itself. Little in the grind of the game, right? <laughs> well, so. I, you know, uh, and many, maybe not many CEOs could say this, but I have yet to mute any of my corp channels. I, I just don't, I don't mute them because I, I, I keep okay. up with everything. But even then on like the Alliance Discord, there are some channels that I just don't need to pay attention to. So if I don't need to pay attention to it, then I'll mute it. And, and even then it's like, yeah. it's, you know, the red dots are bad enough. Cause I get, you know, if I, <laughs> if I wake up to under 50, it's a slow night. Right. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. Typically it's like in between 50 and a hundred, I wake up with red dots, but, um, you know, I take care of those. And then I see the white dots too. Like there's white dots on my corporation discord right now. Mm-hmm. I, I can't wait to check them just to see what people are talking about. If anybody needs help, et cetera, not necessarily pinging me, but making sure that people are doing all right, right? Um, and then it goes into other discords as well. And occasionally, the only time I go over to C137 Discord is to clear pings. Hey, I'll check out some of the chat, talk a little shit, and then I'll be on my way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it sounds like me and the um, Pandemic Horde Discord for EO. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. uh, right now, they are, um, they're actually at war with uh, Fire, F-I uh, dot R-E. Um, and, yep. um, so there's, there's tons and tons of pings going on on that server all the time. I see the memes over on that Reddit and I, and I kind of watch those and I kind of keep up with it a little bit. Um, they're pretty funny. I kind of wish that our memes on our end of it were as, as funny and, and somewhat salty, but not so damn dirty as they are on our end of it. Well, it's so. perspective, right? If, if I'm being honest, um, I have gone over to the, um, you know, the, um, the Echoes um, Eve Discord, where uh, I've, you know, I, I've received really good treatment, you know, and I've, I've said this the same on my show as well, you know, on, on our show, that when I go over to the Reddit, I've never had this, this feeling of, well, you know, it's a completely just like, you know, it's a toxic, uh, uh, prep hole i I never got that (laughs) that that sense because most of the guys over there that say for example on tommy now tommy and i tommy truck (laughs) oh gosh (laughs) that guy uh no he says some things and and usually i just like kind of laugh at what he says and and shake my head and i don't comment unless i feel a reason why maybe i should comment right but um tommy in dms and we do talk to one another once in a while. He's a really cool guy. And as it turns out, we're both uh, in EVE Online. We're both pandemic hordes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it, you know, it, it makes for a very interesting dynamic. Um, Bradrick, whom I've been trying to get to come on to, um, you know, to, to New Eden FM, to just talk a little bit about, you know, SHH and the culture and um, all the non-OPSEC stuff, the, the cool things um, that, we, um, that, that we don't really know about uh, about the organization uh he's a pretty cool guy he just doesn't he, he's, he likes to write he doesn't like to talk so it, it you know it's it's a little um it's a little rough but but in both cases whenever i go over there i never really get down votes you know um because i know that this guy likes to likes to throw he likes to throw salt and this guy likes to throw salt and i always imagine that little meme where uh, uh bruce wayne 
and um <laughs> uh, you know uh, Bruce Wade and um, <laughs> and and of course uh, Tony Stark are just throwing money at each other right because that's what it is it's basically just a salt flinging contest and for for some of the people that's their content you know that's that's what they're getting propaganda is a very 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 important part of of any war effort very and, much um, so SHH has always been admittedly very good at it. Since the Pantheon days, SHH has always been good at highlighting the things that they want to, you know, display and 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 and, and not giving as much light to the things that they that they that they don't want displayed, right? And so um it, it's a it's it's a it's a worthy tactic. And uh and I don't really get mad at it. I just read the read the propaganda and go, wow. Yeah, that's pretty good, you know, but um, but in general, I find that most of the SHH pilots that I've talked to are 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 pretty good about it. And over on the other side, it, most of the pilots, when you talk to them, they're you know in Crapco, they're pretty good because there are what four different types of pilots that you're going to talk to. You're going to talk to the 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 line pilot who's enthused because their team just blew up a Citadel or or killed a Dreadnought. The FC who is enthused and happily taking their fleet to uh, secure another objective. The um <laughs> the uh, the industry people who are you know, just a little bit salty because they're not able to do the things that they want to do. And the Care Bears, without guns, just want to point that out, that are <laughs> super salty because <laughs> they, they just do not like war, right? Mm -hmm. And so... Oh, we all have those. We all have those. It doesn't matter who we are in this case. one thing we all have in common. <laughs> we all have those Care Bears who three days in were like, when's it over? When's it over? When's it over? Yeah. Well, yeah. shut and up, then, dude. Um, Go shoot just something. Tell him. Yeah, you just tell them, play it up. As soon as this war is over, <laughs> then you can get back to uh, fucking mining your rocks and shooting your ships. Yep. Dude, and that like, is one no. thing that's very true, too, about the propaganda <laughs> side of things. I mean, it's something that I, I say all the time, and I've said this for years. Um, perception is reality. Your perception of what's going on is, is the truth to you, right? And that there really is no such thing as truth. It's just your perception of it. And so the propaganda war is just another arm of the main war. The war involves logistics. The war involves actual ships. The war involves, um, you know, HR and pilot care and all those things. Mm -hmm. And the war involves propaganda. Yep. Absolutely. So. I mean, I, I said this on the show, and m by all means, guys, like, please understand the context in which I'm making this statement. We, um, we, we, we talked about like World War II. I'm a huge war, you know, fan. I'm a huge war nerd. And I will sit there and I will geek out about history all the time. And one of the things the, the, the things that that Nazi Germany had that was extremely effective was their propaganda machine. Joseph Goebbels was a brilliant uh, propaganda ish. And he was able to produce propaganda in such a way that literally the, 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 uh, the German people had no idea how the war was actually going until, you know, literally the country was like falling down around them. And there were, you know, there were Soviet um, uh, artillery guns uh, 12 kilometers from Berlin because that is how affected the propaganda was. And I mean, it hasn't changed, has it? I mean, it, it's, it's very relevant even to this day, and we have the news media, and they do the same thing. And you know, it, it's a it's a valid tactic by by SHH. So I, I actually, 
you know, uh, salute people like uh, like Tommy and uh, and Bradrick who find who find new and interesting ways to uh, to to do this kind of work because it, yeah. it it's it's a job. And um, to the guys like uh, Michael J D who um, who is so impassioned and you know he's like oh, no 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 it's it's this way it's this way, you know you're an FC dude and I have no idea how on earth you know you're you're able to do it <laughs> to do that because. I've always been more of an FC that kind of just like looks at the um the situation and 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 you know like okay well here's the real and it makes it really difficult to stay impassioned about things sometimes. Um I think I lost a lot of that at the end of the Pantheon War when I had to do many of the things that I had to do and you guys saw some of the um the posts that I had to make uh as mm -hmm. the organization was collapsing. But SHH has done a, a, a you know a monumentous thing in the way that, unlike Pantheon and Genesis Federation, I mean, no matter how this war ends, people are always going to say of any large empire uh, that's the size of those aforementioned groups, SHH has been the longest standing one, you know. And when you look at the is count that that is killed uh, between the uh, the demo coalition and of course their their allies their mercenaries, you're looking at um, 13.7 trillion damage. And on the other side, you know, craft company is at 11.1 trill. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it so, and so you know, it, it just it demonstrates it. I I'm not going to you know throw salt because they SHH decided to include their mercs. Generally speaking, if we wanted, we could hire mercs and whatever they killed, it would go on our, you know, it would go sure. in, in our numbers. Why not? So, you know, why not? It, but, but generally, I think now that I'm kind of like in this thing where, yes, I do fight for Crabco. When I see you on grid, I'm going to shoot at you. Taylor, Rick, I mean, we've been on grid together. We've, yeah, we've yeah. been right across <laughs> from each other. I shot at you in a yeah. nightmare. We blew up your nightmare once. Yep, you, did, you blew you up did. my guardian once. You know? <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's kind of like, you know, we're, we're going to fight. But it's like, well. But that's what the game is. Great, but it's great content, right? Exactly. And, you know, and that's what the game is. The game is a fight true. in game. And the game is salt in game. And the game is all these great things in game. And then when we pull back and step away from it, we should still be able to have these kinds of conversations and laugh about it. It's great. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, that's my. T I know I throw around a lot of salt. So not necessarily salt, but I throw around a lot of attitude sometimes, especially on Reddit. Um, you know, maybe I shouldn't. And I know I throw a lot of attitude in, on this on this podcast uh, sometimes too. And maybe I shouldn't. Uh, the last time we had Osier on, I wasn't exactly easy on him in the interview. <laughs> but that was um, at the beginning of the war. I mean, um, if it makes you feel better, a lot of people aren't easy on us, even in Burr. <laughs> He's pretty easy to not be easy on, right? I, I just, I mean, that's just the way it is. But anyway, um, you know, and so, and that's just the way it is um, because it's fun and it's nothing personal. I said this on Reddit earlier this week, and I think it's probably the last thing I said on, on Reddit, but I was having a conversation with babies from down in Void. And uh, yeah, exactly. Reddit salt equals the best salt. Sure. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, at the end of the day, it's a game. And at the end of the day, we're all here to have fun. And, and, and this is what's fun. And the war is a blast. Um, I know for some people it's just starting to be a little long in the tooth, uh, but that's it is what it is, um, and it's going to continue on for as long as it takes. You heard Zen last week, I think it was, when he said it could be another seven, ten months. I anticipate it to be the rest of this year. I've told my guys just just mm -hmm. be on a war footing for the rest of this year. Twenty twenty three is just the year of the war, and that's it. Just be on footing for the entire year. Now, whether it takes the rest of the year in order for the whole Crabco thing to get done. 
uh, or not, um, when that part of it's done, the other part of it is going to continue for our end of it, right? So, I mean, Zen said this before. JD has said this before. Um, if the war with Crabco itself was to end tomorrow, then the war would continue on the individual fronts of all those entities inside of Crabco, right? So, mm-hmm. um, so again, regardless of how you break it down, and, and I think war is good for the game. I think it's good for the community overall. I know it's bad for the the Care Bears and the indie guys uh, in some, uh, but it, but it's not though. That's the thing that I think they'll come around and realize because we've noticed this week that uh, prices are going up on everything. To be honest, I really hope that this uh, war uh, continues long enough for the long-awaited uh, industry rebalance patch to to drop, <laughs> and then they can all just rake in all the money that they wanted to rake yeah, in yeah. for the past year and something. But um, I think that when it comes down to it, both sides have a lot riding on this. Um, SHH is the final, you know, large organization, and let's be honest, SHH is a is a true federation. Um, GenFed was named Gen federation but it wasn't a federation it was it was more of a an imperial dictatorship that's the way that it was it was organized pantheon was organized as something of a federation but it had a you know it had a a, a federation leader so it was somewhere in that government but but shh is a true federation and it's the last organization of its size in the game now, to SHH's credit, you guys have the right to, you know, believe as you want to and to fight for your way of life, you know, defend your way of life, just like GenFed did, just like Pantheon did, just like any other entity in the game would. The same time, the people that are in Crabco understand that uh, should SHH, you know, win this war, it's going to be, uh, it, is, it is going to be uh, a very, very, very rough road. And what I mean is that, well, we heard it from pay to win, right? Everyone's mm-hmm. going to burn eventually. It's all going to burn. And so there's there's a, a proverb in the Art of War by Sun Tzu, right? That talks about fight versus flight. If you give your soldiers an opportunity to flee at the sign of danger in order to preserve their own lives, they odds are will do that. But if they're pushed into a situation where they may or may not be able to, you know, their their lives are pretty much you know, they they might not be able to preserve their own lives, they will fight and they will follow your orders, um, you know, for the sake of self-preservation because they don't have, you know, any back footing. And so I feel like both groups are kind of in this position where there is no back footing anymore. That's interesting. They, you, you know, it's... it. It's it's just you know it's just war theory you know what I mean it's it's yeah game theory I, I think you're I think you're correct from the Crab Coalition perspective because if they quit right now then those individual alliances that make it up which one's going to get targeted first right I mean that's that's what's if they if they if they were to if they were to quit right now that's probably what would happen I'm not sure that's the same scenario though for Silent I, I don't and I'm not again I I've said this a lot of times on this show that uh, I'm not here to be an unbiased uh, type thing I'm just here to give my opinion I know Rambo does a great job uh, of being very fair and unbiased um, I on the other hand sometimes just can't uh, <laughs> can't help yourself <laughs> I can't help myself um, but with that said I mean I, I don't know if that's necessarily true though of Silent being in that same situation. Um, 
Although I will say we are in the situation of there is no such thing as quit. That's not that's not a word that's in our, it's that's not a word that's in my vocabulary. I'll just be honest there. Um, I don't think it's in the I don't think that word is in anybody's vocabulary that's in uh, leadership inside of silent. And I know a lot of line pilots, uh, Bradrick included, <laughs> oh, <laughs> who Bradrick. don't understand what the word quit means. Uh, <laughs> but um, no, I, but that's an interesting um, that's an interesting. Uh, no, I have to think about that a little bit more. That's a good one. I appreciate that. Well, it, it's it's definitely a worthy read. Or if you prefer audiobooks, you know, it's a, it's about a two hour and something listen. Uh, but the art of wars yeah. is fantastic. Um, in the way of silent, I, I, I don't, I, I, I don't. You know, it, it's so hard to tell because these these organizations, neither of them want to quit. Right? They they are going to continue to fight and do what they are going to do. And both organizations are pretty much fighting for their, essentially for their existence. Because to my understanding, the objectives of, of Crabco, they're not gonna quit until, you know, essentially silent surrenders. And by surrender, they mean every single, like I think that your federation includes 12 different alliances. It, you know, they would basically have to go their separate ways. Like every alliance did at the end of the Pantheon War, etc. And so, that is that is their war goal you know what i mean from yeah. that perspective silence war goal is to end this this particular war this particular alliance of alliances and then after that it's going to be open season on you know on whatever the surviving uh, entities are and uh i guess that the, part of the reason why i can look at this from more of an unbiased thing is because well like you made mention of i work I work as a radio host and I actually do this kind of work in real life as well. Right. And so my job is to be unbiased in most things. Um, so it's easier in that, that perspective, it's easier to just kind of like look at the situation and go, all right. But ultimately I think that in spite of the fact that I will probably fight for, you know, my organization because I've never believed in dishonorable things such as just, you know, bowing out of a war. If I promised my people I was going to be there to support them, um, unless I had to quit the game for reasons that made me quit the game, I would stand by them for no other reason than the fact that I know the morale would probably hurt some people who come to look to me for moral support. However, whatever the reality of New Eden in Evecos is, when this war is over, is going to essentially be the reality that they inhabit. It won't be my reality. You know, I'm, I'm looking to retirement because I want to focus on career-oriented things. And so whatever the outcome of this war is, I don't want to say that it doesn't affect me, but it doesn't affect me as strongly because I'm looking to see what the next generation will build with what we've already done. And, you know, I mean, if, if SHH does pull out of it, it would be one hell of a story to, to, to be able to look back and say, well, I mean, <laughs> the entire universe would have to these people. Mm -hmm. And, it, you know, it's, it's when you go back to the Eve history books, the history of or the history of Eve Online, and you hear about what some of these, these organizations did, uh, the rise and fall of, you know, um, Band of Brothers and, um, Goonsworn Federation being run out of all of their space and they took advantage of infighting and in, you know between you know uh, pandemic horde and some of their allies and they got right back in there and they took over Delvin Fountain. These are the stories that we play the game for and oh for sure approaching it from an unbiased standpoint allows me to uh, actually enjoy the story and when I look back on it I'll be able to say if SHH pulls through this then 
it was a hell of a of a victory that they obtained. And if for some reason they don't, well, this was the longest standing and largest entity, and they were the the final entity of their size to exist in this game. So one way or another, it's mm -hmm. history. Not not only that, but I mean, when you look at these these numbers, I mean, within a week, I'm sure we're gonna we're gonna hit like thirty trillion in damage. And wow, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, the it's slowing down crazy. a little bit, but yeah, you're right. I'm sure until I'm sure in total we'll get over thirty trillion without without a doubt. Yeah, just those numbers just baffled the crap out of me because previous mm -hmm. wars were definitely not this much. Uh, granted, well, they weren't got, as long. You got capitals involved. Um, yeah. yeah, you just got you got more numbers really involved overall. So, so yeah, granted, I am more still waiting for the stuff. Dread on Dread Slugfest. I swear. So man. am I. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, that's to be determined, right? Uh, all those caps mm -hmm. that are docked in VFK. What's going to happen with them? Are they just going to sit there and collect dust like all my rorks? <laughs> I mean, I mean, they've been sitting there for at least the past, I want to say, two weeks, maybe three weeks. And um, oh yeah, it's, it's and everyone, Christmas, yeah, yeah, everyone in Crabco kind of has like the the the, the twitchy finger uh, syndrome where they just want to get in, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and and shoot those things, right? Um. Well, I mean, next I'm Thursday almost, night, let's undock him. Osher's right here. He can just confirm. I'm Osher, you're going to undock your dreads. I'll, we'll undock our dread. Let's go for it. Thursday night. Oh, my gosh. You're going to bring 200 down? to one of my outposts? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's just included. triple helix. That's 200 dreads to, uh, to kill a uh, to kill a pass. <laughs> right. <laughs> of course. I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Uh, no, I am looking forward to that. It's going to be a big time. I think that's probably going to be um, another one of these turning points. We've had lots of little turning points back and forth in the war so far, and I think that'll be another big one when the big cat battle actually happens. That'll be uh, another one of those huge 20 turning points in this game. I'm starting to feel the liquor now in case I start to slur my words. I'll just warn you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've drank, <laughs> drank a lot of that bottle. Anyway, <laughs> so no, um, I think that'll be another one of the big turning points, though, when the cap, big cap battle finally happens. And I, and I can't see us not having it. It's going to happen at some point. It's just a matter of when. I don't think there's no, any way that... the same thing. Yeah, yeah I don't think that there's any you. way that those caps you have uh, get out of VFK and the caps that we have in VFK. I don't think there's any way that either one of those fleets really gets out of there without having a fight with the other. Well, and it's going it to be a blast. If it makes you feel any better, and I'm pretty sure it's not, it's not really OPSEC information... Um, think last Thursday, right? We were, we were actually undocked and we were holding the station grid. And if we had wanted, yeah. we could have extracted the capitals at that point, right? Why didn't but, you guys? Do you know why? Well, it's because we have no intention of moving. <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> the team doesn't want to move. It's like, I, I know that, that it's, it's like everyone is sitting there and they're wondering, well, the other side just doesn't want to have the cat battle. no. The other side wants the cat battle, right? It's like we all want the same thing. It's just the way that FCs think about things is they want to secure the best possible 
tactical situation. I mean, Taylor, you're an FC. You yeah. want to secure the best possible. You want to take the fight situation. when you know you can win the fight. That's the <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's take like the fight if everyone... you know you can win the fight. If you know you can't win the fight, don't even undock. And and, and I hate that. I'd just be the first. <laughs> I hear that from some people. I'm not going to say names. I'm not going to say names. Michael JD. Um, but I, but I, you know, but I hear that, and I just I get so pissed because it's like this is what I'm fucking here for. I am here to undock and take that fight. And I am here to either win it or lose it or whatever. Um, but that's what those ships yeah. are for. That's yeah. what SRP is for. That's what everything else we've put together for, right? It's, it's to, yeah, it's to have full belief and just go for it. And it's for those, it's for those battles that you hope you come away with where, oh yeah, we were outnumbered two to one or we were outnumbered in battleships or whatever. Uh, or maybe we were not numbered, but it was a close, right? They had 60 battleships. We had 60 battleships. They had, Four guardians. We had four guardians. They had ten logi. We had ten logi, and somehow we walked away from that thing and won. Right? I mean, those are the kinds of things that every pilot in this game lives for. Is those battles that actually have a? Def- they're close. They're tight. No one wants to watch a football game where the score is forty to nothing. Y'all want to watch Eagles a football game where it's twenty-four <laughs> to twenty-one, and then it, it was three points in the last five seconds of the game. Right? No. So. I, I'm one of those that'll watch a football game like uh, Patrick Mahomes and uh, Chiefs slapping people around. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the Chiefs That's are enjoyable. looking pretty fan. good. I mean, they're, they're looking pretty uh, good right now, and they're pretty happy. I think uh, that they are moving. How about yesterday's game? Patrick Mahomes gets injured and still slaps yeah. around Jacksonville. Okay. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Yeah, it was well, hobbling and it was the game was that was after that that just was depressing. I mean, my father is an Eagles fan, and like he didn't even want to sit through the third quarter. <laughs> absolute slaughter but uh that was pretty terrible and uh respect to you taylor and to um Matarella, who um <laughs> early in the war especially you guys took a lot of fights that yeah, um we did. that you know that didn't necessarily like flip your way but there was still great fights and they were good content they were fun and um and uh, then, of course, there was that weekend fight that we went out and Meliodas was like, so we're probably going to uh, Valhalla this fight. And it was the first night that you guys dropped caps on us. And so yeah. we were um, we were vying for um, for a position on that grid and we didn't lose the first time. And you guys evacuated your caps. And then we got to that Citadel. We were going to shoot down this VOD 5 <laughs> Citadel. And right at the very edge, you guys just dropped all these caps and we're like, yep. fuck. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but those were great war moments you know what i mean and they it's are they're somebody great did, they somebody took a risk or somebody you know just did something really cool and they came they came away with um you know with, with that victory and at the end of the day you have something to talk about and you can go yeah i still remember when i when i fought uh, those guys and um they dropped caps on us and they killed us with like 10% left to go on this citadel and like we were we were like <laughs> damn we were that close to blowing it up but oh yeah but they, my they my citadel it. last week uh, dw uh, got blown up and i'm sitting there watching or actually it was thursday night um, and I'm sitting there watching it uh, on my phone. I'm cloaked about 300 kilometers off because I'm sitting in the uh, at the gate to get on my plane in Phoenix and I'm sitting there watching it going oh there's a minute 27 seconds left on the timer. Shit, we're not going to save it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all yeah, that was needed. You, was a minute twenty seven to save hey, it. If it makes you feel any better, do anything. <laughs> you Care Bears blew up my sister's pos. So. We did. <laughs> yeah, it was it was Care Bears with guns. Like, yeah, I know. know. Uh huh. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, we blew so. up uh, two today, three yesterday, and I got one uh, late last night. So yeah, we're having a lot of fun on the uh, pause front. That's for sure. So. 
You know, the only thing that we were salty about, as bad as it is, uh, is that um, we were both kind of like AFK from the game. You know, she's a college student. I'm a college student. We both work as DJs and stuff like that. And so the only salt that we had about that was like, damn, they blew it up. And she hadn't logged on in a week, so she didn't know there was a timer on it. We could have at least gone out there and fought and got some, you know, got some content out of it. But we didn't get the content. So, like, we're not salty because we lost the pass. We're salty because we didn't get a fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So bad. But this war has been, um, I know that it, it wasn't the best scenario that, you know, maybe people would have wanted to take and so on and so forth. Um, oh, you don't think with how it started? Talk about good. the most convoluted troll both ways. Hey, hey, look. I mean, hey, look, no, 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 no trolled everybody. No trolled everybody. Uh, no trolled everybody back. and then turned around and trolled us. I didn't necessarily know, but maybe Tahini. Uh, oh, my I gosh. Mean. Like, those guys are just like, dude, they're they're trolling so hard. And I love Tahini. I, I flew under him during the Void War, and uh, he's a really great guy. And with Colt, I was actually looking forward to flying with Colt. You know, and I saw that he's, he'd come back when we got to the uh, Crab Coast server. I'm like, wow, Colt is back. And before I could even fleet up with the guy, he's 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 already pretty much uh trolled us and he's just disappeared from the wall. He's just hit the um hit the self-destruct button like Daft Punk like three years ago. And we're we're just like, damn, dude, that 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 hurt. And it was the same with Klansman. I was looking forward to flying with Klansman, but it didn't happen. So yeah. uh, you know, I mean, war has all those weird little situations and stuff like that, and um I mean, what, what can you what can you say? I mean, you got to hand it to to uh, to Mr. Paytowin. He's a uh, he's uh, he knows how to um, he knows how to be that that working kingpin in the you know in the background, moving things from the shadows. So you know, it's um it's it's good. It's it's good. It started off kind of weird, yes, convoluted, but I think it's been great content for everyone. So good. It definitely has been that. It definitely has been that. Yes, indeed. I see chat's going off. Ozier's in company. What's going yep. on, Ozier? Said he couldn't make the show, and here he is. Uh, come yeah, on, Ozier? Oz. Hey, to be fair, Oz did, um, he DM'd me earlier in the week. He said that he probably wouldn't be able to make the show, but um, he also uh, said, yeah, you know, go, go ahead and, uh, and, 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 you know, and um, be on the show because they didn't mention that they had invited you and such. And, you know, Oz, is, Oz has been a pretty busy guy. Uh, of Some of you, you might think? have noticed that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. I, the dude is putting up like uh, 15 plus fleets a week. I don't think he has a job at this yeah. point or any no, other he's life. he's got a job. But no, no, no. <laughs> he somehow manages, somehow Oz manages to do all those fleets with a job and a wife. I have no idea how the guy she, does it. He must have no so clue. many points banked no up. Clue. I mean, that, that's a topic of no conversation clue. right there. Was you gotta, you gotta, gotta tell me how you do that because I don't have those kinds of points with my wife. That's the reason I live in this studio. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the Penta is this podcast uh, considered uh, PG thirteen? I just want to make sure I know what I can. And oh no, it's so you say whatever you want. It's yeah, explicit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So yeah, when the sex is like really, really good, you, you <laughs> know how to have selective amnesia about certain things, and you just yeah. don't. You, you just don't worry about it. But this is a good but, um, point. But uh, you've probably noticed that Mel hasn't been on. Uh, he hasn't been Wait, on. Wait, hold on. Is McKenzie telling us that Hoysier has really good sex with his wife? Is that what she's <laughs> hey, That's exactly I, what she look, just told us that, right there. Hey, look, 
I am only basing it off of my understanding and my experience <laughs> from the other side of the genetic tree. <laughs> that when, 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 when the sex is really good, girls tend to kind of forgive. You can forgive almost anything. You know what I mean? Okay. When it's bad, it's, it's harder to forgive things. So, you know, yeah. pointer for you guys out there, um, learn how to love your women and uh, they will not throw sharp objects at you when you spend eight <laughs> hours in a fleet <laughs> are you that goes there you go but, um, tip for taylor but, uh get good but, but uh realistically though uh, mel has been away he he has he uh he typically goes to see his family in the early part of the uh of the year it's uh, something of a tradition for him and huh. so uh and so as uh I stepping up, he's always been there to kind of like step up and to, and to do what needed to be done and to make sure it gets done so that when Mel comes back, you know, it's not like, oh, oh gosh, the roof is on fire. No, Oz has done a fantastic job, you know, as a, um, as an admiral during this entire fleet. Uh, Stony Sluts has done a fantastic job as an admiral during this, during this fleet. And again, how Oz manages to, uh, to do some of the things that he is capable of doing. And uh, I mean, the man is a CEO as well. He's yep. an FC. He's, yep. he's, he, he helps to run the Burr Alliance. Yep. I mean, the, the guy does a lot of stuff. Like it's, it's, a, it's an F ton of stuff that he does. And somehow he manages to, to jump on and lead fleets for like eight hours a night. And, and keep his wife happy. So again, I don't know how he's that doing must be it. Great so. sex. At, at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, posting on Reddit and commenting. Oh yeah, time, yeah, no kidding. Post on Reddit. I don't. Yeah, I, but let's um, be honest. Let's be he honest. Reads every comment. Post on Reddit has got to be like a five-second thing. Like to read it takes a while sometimes, especially if Bradrick's posting. But I mean, for the most part, it's like a five-second thing to make a post. Shit posting is is not an art form. It's just lots of posting. <laughs> Helper dog's uh, gonna come into the chat all of a sudden nah, and give me that a, depends. Kill that, me over that, that comment, but I mean, so um, there's a certain amount of art to 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 doing good propaganda if you want to do it right. Okay, during I suck the, at it. I tried. Hey, look, I so, suck at it. <laughs> so during the um, during the content coalition versus uh, I think Pantheon Genfet uh, Catch Twenty Two War. Of course, Latara Tassadora was fighting on the side of Void, right? And we had this long conversation, you know, became um, became pretty good acquaintances. And they mentioned to me that uh, so the OG guys like to write poetry to one another, right? And, uh, you know, they, they're just a really chill community like that. So I'm like, hey, I like writing poetry. So I sat there and I wrote the poem, uh, No Hard Feelings, right? And um, <laughs> <laughs> And some of them... Some of them thought that it was so awesome, right? Because I'm like, dude, I just wanted to be, you know, um, be a, be a, uh, you know, an honorary unicorn for like for an hour, you know. And then, <laughs> and then the others were like, "How dare you?" <laughs> you know. So it, it was not even like propaganda. I mean, I took a picture of myself hugging a a, a um a, you know a plush unicorn and everything, you know, and I posted it with the poem, and I'm like, dang, dude. You're, you're breaking my heart. You're breaking my heart. <laughs> that was like quality propaganda, like three hours of my life that I'm not going to get back. <laughs> so, uh, so quality propaganda 
it's uh it's it's pretty good. In fact, I might have to uh put up some propaganda because I looked up there and I saw that you guys had killed like 34 uh 34 carriers and I know I know that those were not wartime carriers that you blew up because I know every wartime carrier that has been uh that has been dropped during an open deployment and that ain't none of them. So I'm oh, a little no, salty. Probably, probably died from you guys ratting or, or no. Yeah, I mean with things like ratting. What what do you, what do you mean? Bot five still, is Bot five is ganked a lot of carriers, but hex and uh, deck, le- yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, hex and decks, yeah. But um, yeah. but also some of the guys up in dead in Tenal have been dropping carriers on fleets and and have lost yep some capitals up yep. there. Oh. So yeah, there, there's not some wise. there's some parts. It's not the full thirty four, however many you'd said. Um, there's been a lot of ganking in there, but there has been some that have died in SHH territory. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes me feel a little bit better. At least you died trying to, um, you know, trying to kill something. When I lost an Armageddon in the uh, against Bot Five, I at least felt good in the way that I took a few um, frigates down with me. So it, it felt like my death wasn't totally in vain. But it's, you know, it's. it's uh, don't fun, feel but... so bad. At least you didn't warp to zero. No, no, no. I was uh, I was in a Tama fleet, and uh, and it just so happens that uh, we got chased off of a citadel, and then the interceptor swarm came in, you know, Master Yoda style, and, uh, <laughs> and that was that was pretty much it for our fleet. It was good fun, uh, you know, for for the the like five minutes I was spotting interceptors and like and blowing them up, and then. And, and you know, and for some reason they they like they blew up all of my friends and saved me for last. So I don't know how I should feel about <laughs> this, but but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, hey, you're not going anywhere quick. So uh, you could stay there. They'll collect on all the other kills, and then they'll get you. Yeah, yeah and then pot me. They always make sure to pot me. It's thumbs up, guys. I never have to fly home and do the um the walk of disgrace. I I appreciate SHH for that. <laughs> Ozier, are you saying that in the DRs, the uh, the caps, you can target each other's caps? Is that what you mean? I'll have him uh, respond back on. Interesting. So if if he's talking about that, how you can do T- DR with teams, yeah. um, originally, yeah, you can bring in a team and then uh, say they're an enemy. They can kill your capital. You'll lose your capital w- inside yep. the DR. And then yep. uh, they, I don't know, they just failed the mission or whatever, but um, they... That was fun in the that. beginning when you could shoot everybody inside of it. Uh, I know they changed that to where you couldn't shoot anybody that was in your fleet, but that was kind of fun, you know, to get over into hell. I mean, people say that's a dick move and yada, 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 but, you know, you got to train people somehow, and the best way to learn is to die. I've said that forever. The it's best like way to learn scammed. anything in this game is die. Yeah, exactly. The best way to learn how not to get scammed is to get scammed by Mr. Bondi. So <laughs> uh, the best way to learn how to um how to um how to die in this game is to die before you put yourself into a capital ship. <laughs> well, true, <laughs> very very true. <laughs> I mean, by the time you have a capital ship, you should know how not to die. <laughs> and if you have one and don't know that yet, then you still deserve to die. So <clears throat> it is what so, it is. If it that, is, exactly, it, at least with the dormant realm, the insurance is cheaper. The insurance is cheaper. So um, the insurance is cheaper. Is it twice a week or is it once a week? I always forget. Uh, I think it's, it's just like tw- twice. Twice. But it's, yeah. it, it, it's more expensive the second time you try that. Um, yeah. So I don't know. But I know, I know, I know a lot of people got upset about using yeah. that as a tactic to move ships. But uh, I don't. I, whatever. 
it's it's a game mechanic so use it to your advantage it's not a it's not a it shouldn't be out of, out of par to just blow yourself up in a dr and one section of space and go flying a scepter over to the other section of space and I claim mean, it there when you think about it's an easy it, move it's, it's fine they're only compensating for what netties didn't give us i mean we know that uh in eve online carriers and dreadnoughts have uh fleet hangers being able to put assembled ships in those and uh and you can jump those ships to whatever location you want which yeah. does in fact cut down on a lot of like travel time to yeah. uh, manually move all these ships well, so you have a uh, lot I mean, of travel time in eve online <laughs> compared to eve echoes Eve Echoes is just a faster paced game, uh, especially from that standpoint of travel. Getting from one place to another. And a more expensive game, because if you think about it, if the dreadnoughts were worth the amount of money that they're worth in, you know, in in dollar conversion in Eve Echoes as they are in Eve Online, we would have already had that cab battle that you were talking about. Probably three of them. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because there'd be three times as many capitals around. Because they're not they're not that difficult to build. What is the capital in Eve Online right now? Like three billion, two billion? Something no, like that I don't even think they're that uh, much. Yeah, I think a rev is like uh, it's like five. I think a last time I five, checked. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there was a point where it was like one point seven bill for a cap. Yeah. Um, uh, carriers are fairly cheap. I mean, the skill books are a little expensive, but I mean, it's it's really just because the ships are made to be blown up, and and I right. think that. The caution on both sides, I mean, let's let's be fair. Pay to win is is a very rich guy, and I, I do believe that he can swipe his credit card and probably, you know, write off a lot of losses. But I mean, the reason why Pay has the financial ability to do that is because he's probably a pretty savvy business person. And one thing a good businessman knows not to do is to throw away resources indiscriminately right sure so well everybody I mean, should be mindful of that regardless of right. how much money you have in the game right and so it's kind of like if a dreadnought was not worth somewhere around i think three hundred dollars in in united states currency maybe two to three hundred dollars completely fitted out people would commit more of them and this cap battle would probably have happened four times over by now because i mean when you think about the fact that you can you know swipe your credit card and get a dreadnought that's fully fitted for about 30 bucks in eve online i mean you don't mind right i mean if i go out even if i die to something really stupid in eve online it's kind of like well that sucks but if i don't have time (laughs) to grind it back i just you know drop 30 bucks and get a new one and it's like it did it didn't hurt that much if anything i'm paying for my mistake with my money that could have been used on something else. But I think $200 is, is it's a lot. And, and the, the ISK versus, versus, you know, general dollar amount in this game is it, it's, it's kind of killing us. And we, we really can't have the content we want because the content is too expensive. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Oh yeah, and Enemies. I think it's driven up by the devs in some way, shape, or form. Obviously, from the decision they've made with with how things are built and how things are created, um, and of course how the IP is done. I think the biggest impediment to the whole damn game is the damn insurance points. But in the way that's handled, I think that kills so need, much. Need we to dedicate a show on that? I mean, we know I honestly think the fact that um, that ISK is still 70% of the bill cost is what's killing us, whereas yeah. it should probably be reversed. You know, minerals are yep. 70% and ISK is like mm-hmm. 30%. It would dry, That would by itself fix so many of the market problems and it would give the materials that people are out there slaving over 
for like hours and hours a day more worth. PI and they would, would probably make Netties would probably make more money if that was the probably. case. Probably. I bet you they would make more money because more people would instantly say, "Oh, that's affordable to me now." And so, again, it's it's a it's a it's whatever you call that the market averages, the law of market averages, right? And so, if you price something to where only twenty percent of people can buy it, maybe you make money off of it. But if you price it to where eighty percent of people can buy it, even though it's cheaper, just the volume side of it means you make more money. So, it's the eighty twenty rule. Wish. I guess is what I was thinking of. We can all wish. We can all wish. I mean, Eve Online's um, yeah. subscription fee went up by like five bucks. Was it yeah. twenty dollars now? Yeah, yeah, it's twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Uh, yeah, well, they they um they made that decision because you know global trends and um and um, <sighs> um it's 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 I I can understand it. I mean, fifteen bucks a month has been the standard in MMOs since what the EverQuest days. Long time. Mm, yeah. Uh, like about a decade and five, give or take. Uh, yeah, well, anyway, yeah. I mean, I was playing. I was paying fifteen in uh, two thousand six for Eve Online. See, there you go. There so, you go. Yeah. And they they just went up like last year, so it's twenty. But you know, yeah. just you just spend your money on it uh, six months in advance, and you drop it back down to the fifteen bucks a month that you should be paying. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, well, good deal. Yeah, they. Um, so the war is going good. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, war is going good. I think on both sides. Yeah, both sides. We got the the Reddit war too going, and it seems to have gotten better. There's still some bad posting. Um, I'm getting mod cues. Oh, that was one thing I was gonna say. Uh, Mackenzie, have have you thought about becoming a, uh, a Reddit mod? I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna say no because of your time, uh, that you uh, already have allocated to uh, real life. And I, stuff I would like be a that. really bad Reddit mod. I, I would be a really bad. You can't be Reddit any worse than because, me. Uh, I don't even do <laughs> I anything. Really <laughs> I would be a really bad Reddit mod because usually, um, the th the thing is, I am very much, um, number one. Yes, I'm objective, which is a good thing. But at the same time, I'm also kind of learned about some of these things. For example, the situation that happened with Kerensky and um, and uh, and Tommy Truck. Michael <laughs> pointed out that the that the uh, that the euphemism that uh, Tommy was using in his uh, in you know in in the meme is something that is you know it, it's it's kind of you know like like Putin riding a bear right I mean it, it's one of those cultural things that we understand <laughs> yeah you know it's one of those cultural things that we as people understand because we understand that culture but if we didn't understand the culture and we didn't understand where exactly you know the mindset or the original propaganda came from, it would not make as much sense to us. You know what I mean? Right, right. And so if if you are very well learned in most world cultures, you tend not to find things as offensive as another person does, which makes it a little bit harder to kind of, you know, go, well, this person reported this and they say that this offends them. You have to talk to that person. Why does this offend you? Okay, so... Oops. Let me What's wrong with being offended anyway? It depends on it depends on who you are, right? I Just, mean, I mean, it, it so depends. you're offended. You're offended. Get over. It. I mean, it's the internet. It's the internet. Yeah, I mean, be offended and move on with life. Like, I mean, 
Uh, yeah, well, I I don't really think too much about uh, I haven't thought much about it because uh, I just I, I probably wouldn't do very much banning because yeah. I, like a lot of it, if it, it it may be bad posting or maybe shit posting, but I normally just look at it and laugh at it and then you know move on with my day. I don't, and then other people are just getting really bad and salty. <laughs> Sometimes the comments are fun and you know, and I'll I'll take a moment to laugh at them, even even if it's a crab co pilot that's being a little bit salty. And I'm like, dude, why? <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of funny when you think about it, you know. <laughs> I, I've noticed some of the posts, and it's like you have one, it's like four comments, and then you scroll down a little bit, you have another one, it's like twelve comments. And then you have one that's like 120 comments. That's the one that you're clicking on because you want to see the comments. Like, you know, people are going back and forth. Uh-huh, <laughs> exactly. <right>. Some <laughs> people just want to sit funny. back and watch the world burn. And that's what Reddit's <laughs> yeah. for. It's funny. It's like when, when you see a so, oh, dumpster fire, it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's different. I mean, everyone knows what fire is. Everyone sees fire on a daily basis. I mean, you light your stove and boom, there's fire. But if you see a dumpster <laughs> fire, you will immediately stop on the side of the road and look at it. Yep, you may you not bet. even call 911. You just stare at it. And that's how I look at Reddit. It's like, oh my gosh, it's a dumpster fire. Oh boy, look at this. Well, I can imagine that this is probably not going to go over too well when these people find out. Okay, well, I'll check back back in six hours, see how it's all going. Hit the little subscribe button, just keep on walking. (laughs) See how many pings I get in between. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's it's good content. And um I suppose that if I'm if if I end up being axed about it, then you know, sure, it's 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 fine. I, I don't really mind. Uh, and I tend to not really worry too much about like if if people want to just have a good time and that's what they've consider their content uh, i would see you know anything that that's obviously um obligatory such as racism sexism things like that that's you know that that i think that we can all universally agree that those things are unacceptable but beyond sure. that i think it's you know it, it's whatever i'm not going to keep it uh, in the game know, yeah i'm not gonna like throw knives exactly. at someone just because they want to be a little salty <laughs> i don't care hey i killed your ship good fight you know what what is uh derogatory comments and racism comments have to do with that you know yeah you so, put uh, gf in local and you can decide what that gf means no, <laughs> yeah you see you see, you see uh, it can be content it's considered content the ship itself is content if you got a ship that you wanted you've always wanted this ship you got it and now just looking at the ship is content so is taking that very same ship out and shooting rats with it this is also the definition of content so is shooting another player this is also considered to be content the ship exploding is also considered to be content and depending on which end of the spectrum you are on it is <laughs> going to determine whether you consider it to be content or not or you're pissed <laughs> yeah no being pissed, being pissed is content because anything yeah. that can arouse an emotional you know response from you it's clearly content yeah yeah <laughs> isn't philosophy great fine <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and i just go these motherfuckers <laughs> these motherfuckers yeah all right. Well, good deal. I think, uh, Mackenzie, we've uh, taken quite a bit of your time and, uh, we'll yeah. thank you for coming on the show and talking with us tonight. It's always a pleasure having you on the show. 
Yeah, thank you. Uh, I uh, I had a quite a bit of fun, and uh, guys, happy war! I look forward to uh, you know to seeing you on the grid whenever I'm able to uh, to make it, and I look forward to uh, looking across from you for that that massive uh, that massive uh, cap battle that we're all waiting for. Ah, I can't wait for it. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be <laughs> it one from be history great. books yeah. so for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No matter who gets blown up, please invite me back to the show so that we can recap. Let's just hope. Moments. Of course. Great content. Let's just hope I don't have to wake up at three o'clock in the morning to do it again. those are tough those are tough that was uh, that was gen fed war yeah or cat battle Uh, we were waking up at three in the morning some of us yeah yeah that was because um i think that uh, a lot of those citadel timers were set at um they were set at chinese prime time because at the time the bulk of our military was um you know they were um they were Chinese uh, primetime players. So you know how it, how the, the, the law of, of setting those things works? If the majority of your uh, your Navy is in a specific time zone, that's where everybody is is playing. So say la vie. Yep, yep. <laughs> hey, Mackenzie, you want to try your hand at uh, Who Wants to Be a Billionaire? We're going to be playing that after the show. I am going to fail at it horribly because I don't know. <laughs> I, at least retired. <laughs> at least you will get past the first question i know of it i know it oh, oh boy yes if you ask me what uh what show i'm on i'm going to say this is um this is the uh the new eden um war report that <laughs> yeah. goes from the back that <laughs> goes from the back here we go all right Mackenzie. thank you fly safe out there appreciate it thanks for coming on all right she's always a lot of fun i wish i could make her show more often uh with the time it's in right now but i've got another podcast that i do at that time so i just yeah. I almost never do that rip you didn't do it today rip i didn't do it today no i had a few other things going on did you see my comment about uh all the dans on your show you didn't see <laughs> yeah it? i did dan danner I did. And, what was it dan dan daniel and dano <laughs> it was dan dan with two n's and then danner yeah, that's what you guys need to be. Two dance uh-huh. on that show. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, I think with that, we will close out the show, and then uh, we will start uh, Who Wants to Be a Billionaire afterwards, huh? You, uh, All right, you feel like great. giving away some misc tonight? Let's do it. Let's give some let's, money away. Let's do yeah, it. We'll give it away to anybody. As we, as we showed last week, we gave it away to Trimark to help with their SRP funds. Oh. So any crab code guys want to come on and earn some money? I'm supporting them. All the that's right. Giving them. Can- you don't even have to go get uh, structure parts for it. Come join us. <laughs> it was Yadashi. Yeah, it was Yadashi. It was Yadashi, yeah. Yadashi enjoys playing the game. So uh, thank you, everybody, for joining the live show. We will uh, continue the show afterwards. And who wants to be a billionaire? So stick around with that. And we'd like to give a shout-out to all the uh, content creators out there putting in the hard work. Mackenzie being one of them at uh, New Eden FM. Yeah, Check out her shows show. every Sunday. She was talking a little bit about it today. Um, as well as other content creators. We had um, Ashieved out there. He's making content. Benzie is making content of other games, so he doesn't get the shout. Uh, <laughs> Taylor Rick, he gets a shout out for being a CC, even though he hasn't put anything out in the two weeks. I haven't um, put anything out yet this year for the breakdown, but guess what? We've got one coming this week. Finally. Oh, sweet. All right. Sounds good. And then uh, who else we got? We got Babies and, oh, can't forget about Echoes.Moby, Mario. 
Mario's Mario box. over at Echoes.Moby. Chicken has got some stuff that he's working on. Um, and, of course, there's a whole bunch of other guys over on the Content Creator channel. You can go and see it over on the uh, EVE Discord right now and just see all the stuff that they post and go through that list so we don't have to list them out for you. Make sure to go check out the EVE's Echoes Discord. All right. With that, we'll close it out, and uh, we'll be right back with uh, Who Wants to Be a Billionaire. Why right. safe? 07.